We're taking this boat over, right? Banbury pops up on a broomstick flying around the ship. My cover is blown! Did someone say stripping a man? And I'm going to cast black magic at the large section of shitbags that are trying to screw our day over. You knock down the sailing master. She goes down, and so does Silas Welk. Several of the other crew members look badly hurt. Suck it up, bitches! The captain says, Hold, why don't we settle this as kings once did? You and I, alone. If you would replace me, then you'll fight me and me alone. And I accept only this term. We will fight to the death. If I'm victorious, the remainder of your group will be consigned to the boat that the accursed priest arrived in to see how the ocean treats you. Yeah, it kind of seems like lose-lose for me, Percy, if I'm honest. I agree to those terms. Fight well, my brother. thump as the captain steps slowly across the deck thump each step is loud and heavy thump as though he weighs as much as the mast thump as though he's the ship or the relentless will of the ocean thump he raises his arms into a boxer's guard what do you do with the sword. <laughs> yeah i will i will thump towards the captain, and then thump again with the weight of my deity behind me. Uh, and then I will raise my sword and I'll smash him across the knuckles. Okay, sweet. Give me a hack and slash. I like the idea that Percy just steps forward saying thump every time he steps. <laughs> thump. I'm walking towards you. Thump. My feet are walking on the floor. Thump. Yeah. Just to clarify, Ben, this guy offered Percy out to fight to the death and is trying to use his fists. He's probably got something up his sleeve, to be fair. He's pretty hard. Yeah, I mean, he hit me harder than fists should really hit. He does hit very hard. Yeah. So, roll your damage. That was a pretty good hit. Yeah. So Percy comes in fast. (laughs) And loose. Etches hate across the guy's knuckles. He comes in fast and his sword just smashes brutally across his knuckles and there's a ring like steel on steel and the captain very deftly the moment it's rung off he just steps in and comes in really hard with a uh, left hook towards your face what do you do i uh drop down onto the ground so avoiding his fist um and then flashing my sword out uh i attempt to conjure up some power uh, that might be latent within it, and freeze the general sort of spray that's washing across the deck to make it super slippy. <laughs> nice. nice. I, li- I like what you're doing. Percy, quick question. What happened mm-hmm. last time you were on ice? Did you fight heroically or spend the session <laughs> spinning around <laughs> like a beetle on your back? <laughs> uh, you know, just a, just a query, just a quick query here. Hey, yeah, but- I mean... I'm I'm still alive now, so in my mind, <laughs> went fine. 
It was fine, yeah. Yeah, the Percy Boggan is a known technique that's <laughs> been used repeatedly and has never failed us. Okay, give, give me your wisdom roll. Oops, sorry, I did that twice. We'd take the better one. They're both effectively the same. So yeah, Percy's sword slices out. It doesn't really seem to do him any harm. He skips out of the way, but then behind your swing, there is ice on the deck and it is now a slippery surface. And the captain looks down at it and he says, interesting. And he kind of half smiles or smirks a little and then he just goes to kick you across the ground what do you do (laughs) um i will say isn't it uh, (laughs) as i just jam my sword uh into my side and attempt to receive his foot almost like i'm setting a spear against it oh right yeah for some reason when you first said that i basically had that backwards, <laughs> like you're sticking your sword in your yeah, side. I was just gonna like, that would, that would really hurt. Howie Kiwi. See, I said it was to the death. You didn't say whose. <laughs> <laughs> I win. That's going to be pretty quick, so give me a dex roll and mark experience. <laughs> Ew. You basically get your sword lined up and the captain just kicks along one side of it and catches you and you go sliding very rapidly into the mast. So I'm sort of spinning around. I'm like, yes, now that you mention it, Tristan. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Roll 2d10. What? Oh, so that takes seven damage. Okay. Is that minus armor? Or is that through armor? Yeah, we we can take armor off that, I think. Okay. So as the captain does that, he just starts striding towards you and gets ready to follow up. What are you going to do? Um, I am going to stand back up onto my feet and brace myself against my shield and hope to, uh, as he, because he's fine with his fists. So yeah. as he as he moves in to try and sort of land me one either around my shield or just sort of use his body weight to bash it out of the way then i'm going to prepare myself to receive the blow and then just kind of step out the way so that he's off balance then i'm going to help him along his way okay cool uh with my sword all right cool so give me a strength roll you managed to do it roll your damage but he just hits your shield way harder than he should be able to Hmm. and again you're kind of knocked back this time into like the ring of sailors around the edge you kind of like shove you back into the ring a bit so roll the 2d10 again oh okay take nine again armor diminishes it obviously because this was onto your shield but it's just really blunt force coming through yeah yeah sure so percy is taking a bit of a beating how's he looking Pretty good. He's got a whack load of armour because he's fully armoured up and he's on a quest. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. He's... He, so he's actually not looking too... Although he's taken some really heavy hits, he's not looking too bad at the moment. So how does Percy come back from that? I think you've sort of seized the initiative a little bit. Um, he is going to kick the captain square in the chest, hopefully towards the side of the boat. That's probably just a straight up strength, isn't it? Yeah. Whammy. Yes. Okay. Boom. He is kicked back hard. Roll your damage. And he actually kind of drops back on one knee and he's breathing heavily. And he says, <clears throat> and he coughs up a little bit of blood. 
He says, I can respect your strength, Paladin. I may hate what you are trying to do, but I can see that you have the strength in you. And he runs in towards you. What do you do? Um, as he runs in towards me, I'm going to attempt to just sort of back paddle really daintily yeah. <laughs> across the deck uh, before I sort of fall onto my back and then just judo throw him as far to, <laughs> towards the other side of the boat uh, as I possibly can. Sweet. Okay, give me a dex roll. This is almost certainly a bad plan because it's going to involve me dropping my sword and my shield so I can grab hold of his uh, <laughs> magic coat. Yeah, all right. You catch him into this throw and you flip him over and it works great, only you've both got this momentum now. <laughs> so, sliding around on the so ice. Sliding across on the ice. Everyone kind of dives out. Do you dive out the way, Enigma? They're kind of sliding towards you. Uh, yes, because it's, 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 it's uh, Percy first, isn't it? Yeah, so... Uh, I'm just going to sidestep, just like really subtly. I'm not going to go far. So you're over to the edge of the deck, Percy. Yeah, I mean, as we're spinning, sort of, Grabbing hold of each other on, the, yeah. on this ice, so I'll be like, I've got to hand it to you. You, you do hit hard <laughs> in another life, maybe. Maybe we could have been friends, but not today. That's what Percy looks for in friends. <laughs> How hard do you punch, stranger? Pretty hard. <laughs> Welcome aboard. Oh, if only Torkel had been chatting with Percy, they'd be no. the best of friends now. As yeah. it, well, I guess he's still friends with Tristan, so that's all good. All right, so you kind of got to the edge of the boat, and he just comes in with a series of those punches straight at you, Percy. What do you hmm. do? I attempt to catch his hand, spin him round, and wow. ideally use his momentum uh, to fling him off the boat. Sweet. Okay, give me a dex roll again. Ooh. Nice. You can catch his hand, but if you do, he's going to catch you again. Like, he's that fast that you're going to have to take the hit to get control of him. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay, so roll the damage. Okay, so take six damage. But you effectively have him twisted round on the punch, and you're right at the edge of the boat. What do you do? Okay, um, I will just look at him and say, I guess this is where it ends. You've been a most gracious enemy. And then I will attempt to heave him up and just push him over the side of the boat. As you push him back, he says, So it ends. My brother will come for you, and he is death. Nice. And he vanishes over the side into the water. That's your cause to splash. Who's your brother? <laughs> so he goes, so, what does Percy do after winning this victory? Everyone's looking at you now, Percy. Um, I will turn back around to the rest of the crew, and the rest I'll give a snow nod, snow nod to the snow, snow nod. <laughs> a snowy nod. I'll give a slow nod to the hawks um, and to the rest of the crew. Um, I will say, "You heard the terms. He's defeated. He's dead." Time to kick off. Is he though? I mean. He's just in the water. You were in the water yesterday. <laughs> Shut up, Bambri! Shut up! We need these people to pilot this boat. Uh, Bambri's just going to go and look over the edge. Yeah, you can see the captain's body in the water. Okay. Uh, it doesn't seem to be moving. I'm going to poke it with a stick. Okay, so are you getting back on your broomstick? 
Because uh, it's in the water and you're on the ship. I mean, I guess, yeah. You could use a harpoon. Roll your boom, broomstick move. Boomstick. I'm going to try and mount the broomstick, not jumping off this time. So if I don't successfully mount it, I just fall on the deck. That sounds like... It's a clean sweep. <laughs> that sounds like a legit move. Uh, I did, but I didn't... It wasn't a full success, so there is some weird downsides with the broom. Yeah, so... Uh... Um, so, a threat is waiting for you when you get there. The broom misbehaves and takes a while to get where you want. Your landing is better described as a crash. Uh, you numb your body and have minus one dex for a few minutes until you stretch your legs. I'm going to let you decide, Ben, as the GM. Okay, cool. Splinter, splinter. Have you... Yeah, just remember before you make it a threat, Banbury has very little hit points. <laughs> and I don't want to play talk, Will. Banbury, have... I, I guess the sailors never mentioned the Mako shark. <laughs> <laughs> Because probably that would be exactly what seized you if it hadn't found fresher prey just on the surface of the water as you get close. But instead you see a ripple and surge of water and a hint of glistening dark skin and any sign of the captain is gone. Right. I'll yeah. shit myself. I will then fly up to the ship and be like, yeah, he's... He's dead. <laughs> Technically, some kind of shark actually won the fight, so I think he's captain. <laughs> he doesn't seem that interested, so I guess it's Percy. Or Tor- Torquil? Is, is Torquil captain Percy? No, I don't think... I don't think I'm captain. I don't think Torquil's captain. Uh, for now, then, we did make a commitment to members of the crew that would stand down that we would look after the interests, perhaps give them a stake in the ship. Don't make a hole with a steak. Uh, no. uh, I worked in the kitchen. We don't have any steaks. Oh, really? <laughs> why, why did you say that at the time? I look really stupid now. Sorry. The crew are kind of like, it's a fair deal. Some of them are like looking a bit sidelong at each other, but it doesn't look like they're thinking about you. It looks more like you see a few glances going between crew members as if maybe they really hate each other. <laughs> um, are there a, how many of the evil ones are left up? I, I kind of regret <laughs> doing that. Right, right, I'm the captain now. I'm just going to murder a couple of people. <laughs> there are a couple of deckhands. Actually, it's only one of the deckhands. <laughs> Alida Puck, she's evil for sure. Mm-hmm. And Weaver, who was the one with the anchor chain. And they both kind of stood down now. Mm. <laughs> 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 You've got to get them on trumped up charges later on. Keel Hall. Job done. Yeah. Accuse them of stealing a dot to dot or something. It's how captains roll. Tristan's going to step forward and and bellow all right you maggots you heard the new captain now get to work stick to our original course i'm gonna back up percy's authority and then i think percy needs to be like uh weaver and thingy can i have a quick word in the cabin (laughs) (laughs) not not, your performance is just follow me hawks if you wouldn't mind follow me (laughs) and then we just walk out with two body bags we're like oh so much cooking waste over the side it goes. We've got steaks now. <laughs> <laughs> Enigma's actually psychotic. No, my yeah, my actual plan was uh, yeah to have a word with Enigma. Yep. Um, privately, once it sort of quiets down. <laughs> and so I think we can call this scene here. 
everyone is acting as though Percy has claimed the position of captain by right, right. of punching. I'm going to yeah. take a cat of nine tails and start stalking and whipping those that aren't moving. <laughs> <laughs> Torquil is going to be my right hand man. I'm taking over the first mate position, and Torquil's like, "I'll back you up there, sir." <laughs> Torquil's like, you, "You don't use the cat of nine tails when they're not doing anything wrong, sir." They're not. I'll use it on you if I feel like it, man. <laughs> I, I'm not doing anything wrong, sir. Oh, are you, right. are you sure? Are you sure Tristan doesn't come up as evil when uh, <laughs> he's detected? He's driven. That's very different. I told you. He's got a slight... Gl- Enigma's going to kill these people and feed them to the crew. That's considerably... I wasn't going to feed them. That was that was Bambury's job. True. Yeah, Enig- Enigma can't be evil. She has yeah. no moral sense. So uh, <laughs> evil doesn't exist in her word. I can't... I smell no evil. <laughs> See no evil, smell no evil. So Percy and Enigma, are, are you like in the ready room or something? Just having a little chat? Yeah, in the little captain's oh, quarters bit. Okay, if uh, that means that if you're in the ready room and you're kind of sitting there waiting for me, as I sit down, I'm going to sit down by putting my leg over the back of the chair like Riker does. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what you do. Nice. So, Enigma. Percy. Um... I'm not good at at this sort of thing. Look, I just so seem as a friend. I need you to assist me. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there are two members of the crew that uh, that I, I, I we cannot permit uh, to continue in their particular roles uh, in existence. <laughs> in living. <laughs> So now I, I'm I'm sure I've uh, I've looked into their moral fabric. Uh, sooner or later, they're going to be a blight upon this ship. Um, well, they could be and, redeemed, you yeah, know. So kill them in their sleep, please. I mean, that's all, lol. This sounds a bit. They could be redeemed. This sounds a bit judgy. Yeah, I suppose. And his job is literally judge. He is a judge. So that's that's. You just want me to reassign them to a different job, right? Like um, we could get them in cooking, or uh, you know, put up the crow's nest. Yeah, that's what you mean. Yeah, or maybe deep sea diving. Okay, you want them to go and look for the kraken. Yes, that that would be useful. Yes, I'll see what I can do. Anyway, it's it's not something that I intend to uh, spend too much time. Um, dwelling on myself, but it seems like it might be something that suits your particular skill set. So you think... Uh, what do you say? You think they're evil, but I need to do the business because you're too busy, <laughs> is what you're saying. <laughs> well, also, I mean, if I do need to do it myself, then I will, but I think you'll make a better job of it. I really will. I am that good. You you are that good, yes. Yeah. Frankly. Which ones? Alida Puck. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, but... And Weaver Cuts. He's quite cool. Ah, <laughs> uh, go on then. I'll um, I'll murder ah, go, on then. Ah, go on then. Ah, go on then. I'll murder a couple of people. <laughs> ping, 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 ping. Evil. I'll lure them out yeah. to uh, look at the moonlight and um, backstab and throw them over the side so they can go visit the kraken. Can I just point out that you are also a poisoner? So oh, uh... okay. One of them I'm going to backstab and send to go and visit the kraken. And the other one, I'm going mm-hmm. to feed the um, poisoned, uh, poisoned squid. 
So we'll look at that maybe uh, the next day at some point after dinner. Alida Puck, she suddenly gets real sick and she keeps being sick. The only poison I have is an anaesthetic. I'm going to heal her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you die when the captain says you can die. There's murderers in the ship. No, I think that's nice. Tristan, give me your arcane art, Tristan. That's it. I'd love it if he... He starts healing her and then Enigma's like, oh, just walks up, stabs her in the head, <laughs> looks at Tristan and walks off. Oh, well. Perfect. One last <laughs> bit of XP before I go to bed. <laughs> it's the best okay. of both worlds. She's just like, who is this ugly man and just dies? I'm like, you bitch! <laughs> yeah, level seven. She says, she says like, she's like, uh, I, I liked your music. When you are handsome. Oh, <laughs> <dies>. <laughs> oh man, I should have gotten to fall in love with him and that'd be way easier. She'd just be dead straight yeah. up. <laughs> Can you fall in love Good with the point. other guy? Well, Weaver. Fine, I'm going to go to Weaver's cabin and start to woo him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just knock on the door and as he opens it, I'm just leaning against the uh, side of the door with uh, two glasses and a bottle of port. It's been a Can long time, on? old friend. <laughs> <laughs> the door closes quietly <laughs> a moment later there's a knock on the door and Torkoal's like Tristan Tristan I thought we had a thing I, it was oh no busted okay um, <laughs> just Enigma just walks out stabs the guy and walks past <laughs> <Tork Will. laughs> like uh, you didn't see that Torkoal <laughs> it's you and me till the end now Hawk's buddy Hawk's business Hawk's business <laughs> oh yeah Torkoal's like I've I've known him for years. Yeah, but now you have. You me. didn't truly know him. It's like, yeah, I did. He was an evil bastard. I, I kind of wanted <laughs> to stab him myself. Huzzah! Awful, oh. awful man. You can have a go now if you like. I mean, he's dead, but you know. Done a service to society. There you have Enigma. Ah, no. Just tidying up. Just cleaning the decks. <laughs> and then I'm gonna boot boot Enigma out and close the door. So it's just me talking about the port. <laughs> Okay, so as the ship sails north, what do we see? Let's have a little image of each of the hawks on their ship as we sail north into the sunset on their ship. So Percy is in the in the captain's quarters uh, with the priestess uh, of yeah, priestess Iana, um, and we are looking over um, the diplomatic papers. Um, and the the plans of the the shoreline and the navigational routes, just kind of plotting our way. I'm just sort of drawing lines on the map, vaguely nice. towards Malahim, um, whilst uh, whilst we're also going over the details of the the treaty that's been signed. Yeah, so so the map is good up the west coast to Arishar, and it kind of peters out a little. To- as it goes further east, because although people have mapped there, people don't really go there very much. Like Arishar, and then you go north to the archipelago rather than following along the north coast of the continent very much, because there's not much there, just the salt desert. So, but that's a problem for another day. Hmm. What, and, and I would think that uh, Iana would talk about this as well I should say there aren't many navigators that even know the seas out there because you've got the salt desert on the coast and then if you stray too far north you have the royal and so it's a dangerous it's a dangerous ocean 
I will also take my um, little belt pack, uh, pack back oh, yeah. from Tristan oh, yeah. and just give him a little nod. <laughs> and it back. Close the door again. You hear the clink of port glasses. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry to interrupt. Um, I, I just left my bag in there. Uh, thank you. Okay, so what's Enigma doing? Enigma's up in the crow's nest again. She's got a better hat because she's from the people who died. She just got best clothes. Anyway, <laughs> she's looking out off into the distance in the direction we're travelling with a faraway look in her face. People looking on think she must be thinking deep and important thoughts, but really she's working out how she can fit Stern into a really good pun in a later conversation. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yep. nice. What's Banbury doing? Uh, basically, I think Banbury's learning a lot about life outside the woods, and he's a bit confused by motivations and by morality, and he wanted to, to ask Percy about a few things, and also sit down and just have a smart chat. So... Uh, given that we've created some relative peace through killing a bunch of people and ruining their livelihood, it seemed like the best time to, <laughs> to sit down and uh, to ask some questions. So Banbury wants to know uh, from the mirror if we could just have some peace. How about a moral question, Mirror? You up to that? You're a vanity device. Mirror, mirror, sat right in front of me. And guess what? We're all out at sea. Here we're floating, treading water, but on land, nothing but slaughter. Single focus, we gotta save Tristan. While we're doing that, what are we missing? We march straight on, right to Malahim, past desert lands. That's what we're thinking. We do this task, we save one life. Great news, buddy, that ends all strife. Tristan, what are you thinking? That ain't the end of Jack, it's the beginning. Briar's still out there searching For armies marched the land people hurting Can't help but feel distracted Whilst Tristan's task is enacted If we spend the whole year just travelling Whilst at home our land's unravelling There's got to be more we can do, Mirror Hence I'm here talking to you Ulan Briar was once stopped by the fame The firewalls kept her at bay She was trapped in a city of Rome making Glacier topped, no shit taking From the fame she got a good hiding with new support, her power's rising. She's reaching out to get a key. As that happens, there's a sword just on Percy. So now we're going to foreign lands, ensuring it's kept well out of her hands. Out of reach, she'll be stranded, but her armies march on, more handed. Here's the thing, Mirror. She wants a sword to destroy the fame, to free her people. To send the fire away Is that so bad? Could it not be right? Could we maybe just let her win the fight? Give me a vision, show me the truth How would she put this sword to use? If she got a key, would she not be calm? Would she not just leave our lands unharmed? Feel unarmed, so little knowledge, just what the elves farm. We look at this 
from One Direction. We're right, she's wrong, no contemplation. What if we took a step back, put on our frozen snow cap? They're fighting to find a key to free the lost city of decree. I'm not saying their aggression's justified, but Karis isn't where the problem's lying. It's with the fate, just the same as me. Look now, suddenly there's sympathy. If we could just meet on some common ground, maybe this shit would all settle down. We could go back home, study some tones, eat cake, take a shit alone. So Magic Mirror, don't give me some words. I want a vision now that you've heard. Don't lie to me, tell me the truth. What kind of future would this produce? If we called it quits, if we sued for peace, gave back the sword with a little kiss, would it all go right? Would it be okay? Would men unite? Keep the fire bay? Uh, do you want to give me a roll for Mirror Mirror so I know how long, uh, <laughs> how much response this <laughs> demands? <laughs> I like the bit where it's like, should we just give her the sword? I hope the mirror says, Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of hope for an answer in a similar vein. Ten. Yeah, oh, so that's, uh, that's an actual rhyme you got to get. That's the word you are receiving. <laughs> the mirror starts to glow. It says, I see the farthest distance when you don't want to budge. But I'm just a mirror and you demand a moral judge. Send me off to a distant book. I can tell you every letter. But for this advice, perhaps your comrades would be better. But here's one thing, if you wish to know of Alumbriar, there's ice and ice, just as there is fire and fire. No help to anyone. Yeah. I'm glad I asked this thing a question every couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> it's like pretty good when you're like, where's the murderer hiding? It's like, Jing is the place the murderer's hiding. When you're like, here's a complicated moral question, considering the destiny of the world. It's like, ah. <laughs> I'm a mirror. So you're all in the captain's ready room, which is now Percy's ready room, by and large. Uh, Bamboo's going to cough and then stand at the table, or stand on the table. Bamboo. I need to address you all. Uh, am I, should I sit down, or...? I think standing's good. Okay. Well, you, you can stand on the table if, you, if that makes you feel comfortable. Uh, <laughs> Percy. Yes. Enigma. Uh, that guy that isn't, you know... Talk oh, well. This guy... Uh, talk if well. You don't remember, yeah, he's you here. Don't remember. No, uh, Tristan. Yeah, talk. Oh. Tristan. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, Tristan, uh, I had a few questions, and I might, you know, I appreciate I'm not very worldly wise, so I just wanted to ask a few things, if that's okay. Uh, your Highness. Your Highness. Uh, your your Percyness, and your, yeah, you know. Well, I think it's good that we'll uh, have time zombie. to reflect. I you, you're as worldly wise as anybody else, Bambi. I mean, you may have had a sheltered upbringing, but you, you've travelled more than most on this uh, in, in the world. Well, I, I just you've thought... travelled exactly the same amount of all of us. Given... Well, you're a world travel bard, aren't you? Exactly. Oh, okay. All right, well... Have you taken Bambi on all of your tours? Yeah. I mean, I don't remember them, but maybe that was all the <laughs> drugs you gave me. Who knows? Anyway, my, my question was, we've... Now we've killed a bunch of this, the people on this boat and ruined their livelihood uh-huh. and therefore um, gained a bit of peace <laughs> and quiet. Hmm. I was trying to ask something complicated to the mirror because I didn't know what the answer was and I didn't think to ask you. So yes, we're just running away at the moment and we don't seem to have much planned beyond that. So I kind of wanted to know, like Percy, you, hmm. you know, you're a, a paladin. What does your priestess think of the whole what's going on in the world right now 
situation. Well, the Church Knights are obviously involved in combat against the Sudakese army, uh, where the Sudakese army are the aggressors. So, well, do we do we know why they're the aggressors? Has the Church got like an intelligence thing on them? It just seems a bit weird how they're attacking all of a sudden. Because I was thinking back to what the elves said, and the elves said that Ulumbri had hmm. been trapped by Fae, and that all of her followers had been trapped inside her city. Hmm. So we don't really know how she's stretching all the way out here now, or why she's suddenly stretching out here now. Like, other than that, like, your sword, or her sword, her sword. will, like, free her people, and we're just taking it away from her. And we, we get that we don't want her to have it back, but maybe we could just give it back and then there'd be peace or more war i mean maybe but like the the elf said she wanted that sword back to free her people because she'd been trapped so yes. maybe they're in the right and we're in the wrong that sounds unlikely who was she trapped by again the fae uh, she was trapped by our good friend the cloud of teeth oh whose name's ambiforax she was also trapped i remember that dude. yeah she, the triforce of of lameness leonard goith jangua and ambiforax his little shitty self now the thing is like all of her people were trapped in that city by those three fae but you know me and enigma have taken on ambiforax and he's just a little shitbag like the, the witches in the woods can keep him repressed so maybe maybe we could actually sue for peace and say look we'll We'll defeat the Fae. We'll suppress them. Here's your sword. Your people are free. Now calm down. Just back up and calm down. So maybe we we could try that. Do we know why they trapped her in the ice? Nope. Was it that she was just becoming too powerful? Well, I think she was a human that became powerful. No, she, she was a. She was part of the element. She's part of. Uh, she's like the embodiment of ice. That became sentient, and then people started following it. Like way back in the day, I think people started like humans were just food for the faith and then uh then they all kind of started following the elven goddesses which are the seven which is what obviously percy follows and then all the humans started following the elven gods and then they became so powerful they then crushed the fae but presumably well all the people down south they started following ice elementals and that wasn't powerful enough because it didn't have enough support and therefore they didn't beat the fae and they were repressed Look, I don't know anything about this. Percy's like the religious man. I just wanted to see what, you know, maybe we could be doing about this. I, I just feel we could be getting a bit more information on this, surely. We could at the very least send a message to her somehow. Well, I mean, Percy presumably could pray to her and we could speak to the, the temple via that note he got. And Enigma could pull some strings with a royal family. Um, I think we may have used up the note. Uh, <laughs> you, you have oh. used up the note. Yes. Yeah, but there's always the margins. I know it says don't write outside the lines, but it's an emergency. Or you could write, like, in, in between the lines and sideways, like they did in old postcards. Yeah. Just write on the back. Well, we could cross out every letter that isn't part of the word that we want. That's a good idea. Let's make a word search. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just with the older things, cross out every letter until it's the right things we want to say. So is there... Info on reasons for war. It just, you know, I just, I just feel like we're running away, and there could be more we could be doing. Like when we pull into this we're city, not really running, are we? I don't know about letting out a big old ice elemental. Sounds no dangerous. It does seem like, yeah, if she wants everything to be ice, then she's not going to be like, oh, cool, you guys are fire. 
have fun over there as fire. But how do we know she wants everything to be ice? Do we actually know that? I don't know enough about her. Like I don't think any I don't think any of us know an awful lot about her. If anybody knows much about her, it's probably you, Bambury. I uh, I know literally I think, what those elves told us, and that's what I've just Oh, did did you I thought you'd done some research beyond that. Uh, I stride Ulambriar once and Ulambriar stared at me and then I yeah. ran away. I think that puts you ahead of the curve though. <laughs> okay. It's still well, I just It just seems you scry and ask her. Talk to her this time, don't No. Here's, a, here's an idea. I'm gonna guess that what you did is you pissed all over a picture of her or something and then probably stuck your fingers up and then ran away. So next time, just go in there and be like, I'm sorry. super sorry. I really need to talk now. I don't think that I should be the one negotiating with uh, demigod. I feel maybe. I think I thought you just. Don't worry, guys. Offered. I'll do the. I'll use my powerful magic to do the ritual of scrying, and I'll talk to the fae that I know all about. Oh, wait, no. I'm a freaking bard. This girl's an assassin now, ish. This guy's a knight, and you're the wizard of the group or witch. Sorry. Yeah. But so you have one thing that you contribute to this group, and you don't want to do it. I have contributed as that much as I'm harsh. more powerful. Yeah, that felt I'm, harsh. Sorry, I that just, wasn't meant to sound so hard. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, what's the plan here? Are we just going to Malahim and then going, ah, it'll all be okay at home. They'll sort it out. Like, are we trying to destroy this sword? Are we going to learn about it? What's What's the plan? What do you think? This is your area of expertise. Give it's us. Not, your... I'm not the leader. Percy's the leader. I'm asking Percy. What is the plan here? Yeah, but oh. you're one of you're our magical advisor. Well, I reckon we probably destroy it, but in that case, we probably need to ask some people how to destroy it. You're the person that's been to Arushar before. Are there magical forges? Are there people that know all about magical items? Or is there anyone gonna, in the city that's going to be able to help us? Like, either find out more information or just destroy this sword. Also, we don't know if destroying the sword is a good idea. Yes. L- listen, there are those people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ben, please write them up. Well, what I will say is that you would know, those of you who have visited the city before, that the Tower of Learning in Arushar does contain the greatest library in the Western Kingdoms and probably is one of the best centres of knowledge. The university there is a pretty big place. So if you're looking for knowledge and law, that might be a good place to look for it. And there's a nice coffee shop in there too. Told you. Bambri, <laughs> the the immediate plan is to get Tristan to Malahim. That's all fairly well covered. Uh, what happens after that, to a certain extent, we pick up on the way. But as it happens, there are certain other things that I would like to accomplish along the way. When we get to Avashar, you'll find a few different areas of interest that you may be able to assist with. I would very much like you to have a look at the library, which is quite extensive there. There is also a region of the city known as the Antikythera. I'd very much like you to accompany me there. It's a place that I looked into briefly with a friend not so long ago, and in certain ways it's led us to where we are now. Your take on exactly what its function is, what it could allude to, I think that might give us a little bit more direction. This isn't something that I've brought up to date, but now that we are near Arushar, then, yes, let's, until we get there, then let's leave it as, I'd be very interested in what you make of it. Okay, I mean, I'm glad we've got a plan, that's cryptic as fuck, but okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, fair play. As I say, if you've got a plan, I'm, I'm 
I'm down with it. I just want to make sure we do have a plan more than we're just going to travel for a year. Because I just think this this war is going to kick everyone's ass in a year. And uh, I feel it. Continue. Well, I just uh, at first I didn't care, but like coming onto this boat, it's been a weird journey. This just the last couple of days. Do you not? Do you not think we we certainly have been motivated by our most immediate objective at the moment, which is to try and ensure uh, try and ensure Tristan's continued survival. But yes, alongside that, we do find ourselves in the middle of a big war that we know relatively little about. We have our motivations for for being here, and I have fairly clear motivations as it happens. And Abushar might help uh, shed some some light on that. Do you think it's worth trying to throw? the peace give the sword back thing as an option or we we just putting that on the the back burner i think we put that on the back burner for now okay there's an awful lot of things going on that suggests that something something larger uh is happening in the world and i'm not particularly clear what it is but i am fairly clear that it's happening okay well we seem to have found ourselves on a particular side of it and i i don't see a reason to I uh, want to question that for the moment. I'm, I'm not saying that we want to swap sides in the slightest. I totally get that they're being really aggressive and attacking all of our homes. I just think maybe we've got a way to stop them attacking it. But again, you know, you're the boss. You're the one that's experienced. I'm, I'm willing to like, toe the party line. And it is important, obviously, we keep Tristan alive. But it's Again, I have on multiple occasions pointed out that my life is considerably less valuable than saving the entirety <laughs> of the You've never said that. Yeah, I, I, I literally don't, I don't have at every point I've tried to say, guys, if we have to knuckle down and if I'm going to have to take this on the chin and beat the Sudek army, then I'm going to do it. It's been when I was out the room. There was a point when I wouldn't have done, but, you know, after we fought on the wall, this is kind of bigger than one man. So if we can actually do something to stop her, then we have to do it. I don't think your life and our place in this uh, are particularly mutually exclusive at the moment. Yeah, I mean, it's bit, it's been beneficial for us to go in that direction with the sword initially. I just, you know, once we had time for a breather, probably worth thinking about what we're doing. At the point it stops being a benefit and starts becoming about saving one man at the cost of the Empire, we don't have... That's not a decision we have to make. We have to go back if it ever comes to it. That's just a given. When I'm not going to survive only to go back to nothing. Sure, yes, I can make a lot of money singing about the ice. That's not my concern. I'll make new fans. Ice, ice, baby. But thank you. I'm going to scribble that down. Ice, ice, babay. <laughs> but when push comes to shove, if there's something we have to do that's going to delay us getting to Malahim, then we have to take it. That's just so you guys know where we're at. As long as this, as long as the two paths are going in the same direction fine but if we do have to make a brutal decision then i'm not gonna i'm not gonna stop us i wasn't for my life over going to let anyone do that no you (laughs) won't that's because you're a psychopath (laughs) you've gone from lovable rogue to dark assassin killer i'm a lovable rogue with just a little dark side dealing with the death of her father in the in the most happy way. You, you say that, but I mean, the four of us killed quite a lot of these people that we've been sharing like food with, eating breakfast with. Like, I didn't. Ki- 
I didn't. I made out with one. I Wait, spent what? The <laughs> I didn't kill him. I may inadvertently kill him further down the line, but for now, we're all good. Yes, I'm going to have an awkward conversation when we get to the docks. And he's like, oh, Tristan, we're going to settle down to now together, just like you said. And I'll say, yeah, I sort of lied about that. See ya. What bastard. Person in every port. That's my style. Uh. I'm harsh, but fair. <laughs> Bambri, you'll understand about all these things one day. Soon you'll meet a nice girl or a nice boy and you'll be like, I have these feelings inside me that make me want to wash my hair and maybe scrub up my act a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just just pat him on the shoulder. That was quite a speech. Not you and me, not like... Are you... Are you coming on to it? I'm, uh, I'm going to get off the table at this stage. It just seems weird and inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. You're also, you're not used to being on eye level with everyone. Yeah. And the boat's rocking, so it's really hard to keep still. Yeah, oh, the boat's rocking, though. Rocking. You can't go knocking. <laughs> uh, also, as an aside, we don't have any money. Just before we leave this boat, we gave it all to the captain. We've now killed the captain. We still own... Well, well the money must be somewhere. Their money. What are we doing about that? Now, Tristan told me that he had the money sorted. Yeah, I've got the money sorted in Irish Show. I've got a shit ton. But oh, okay. you might as well ransack the ship at the same I'll time. I'll see what I can do. This is the one time your thievery can... I mean, these people no, don't need to ransack the ship. The, we've just taken their livelihood away. Are we then stealing all of the... Not all of it. Well, hang, hang on a second. Let's rewind on that. We haven't taken their livelihood away. Well, no, no, no. Yeah. There, there was a pact that was there was a pact that was assigned uh, as part of the war effort, uh, the outlawed seal hunting. Yes, but that's not us taking their livelihood away. It's for the greater good. Yeah, but this new captain's going to need a crew. She's going to pay them. They've got a new job. These people didn't. These these people were slaves for all intents and purposes. Now they can choose to either leave at Arushar or stay on with this new captain. We freed them. Okay, we're heroes. That's a god damn it, Barbary. Get out of the room. Very positive, <laughs> positive slant on that, I suppose, but we'll take it. <laughs> okay, and what's Tristan doing? Well, as much as I was thinking I'd love it to be a like the end of James Bond, where somehow Percy's watching like, the is like, Tristan? Tristan? And then sort of Tristan just leans across Torquil and closes the shutters. <laughs> <laughs> what is actually going to happen? And then you're like, nobody does it better. <laughs> Makes you feel good from the start. Um, it's actually, Tristan's scene is going to be as the sun starts to slowly set behind the horizon. horizon. He's leaning on the wheel, slowly rocking it, keeping the course he's been set. Puffing on a pipe as a single (laughs) whitish blue tendril goes off into the distance up past Enigma and uh, just following that horizon. Across the bow on bended knee, covered for me to take me away. Lost a man. Along the way, harsh blows are the gifts of the sea. Dark night, chilling the air. Together we lie there, together we're scared.
sail Heading home Heading home Heading Push him over the side of the boat. Like, everything you guys have done is what happened to me in my fight. Pretty much. As you took him over, you should be like, wave goodbye. Because he's going into the waves. <laughs> Time for you to set sail. <laughs> don't know, it doesn't really, not really a pun. <laughs> I mean, first things first, Bambi. It's a touch wordy. <laughs> <laughs> you probably could have cut it down to like two verses in a chorus you kind of just it's been a weird journey this just the last couple of days do you not do you not think yes it's... I didn't really understand what that uh, baking competition was all about so that was, that, that <laughs> yeah, was that, weird. I mean that seemed weird <laughs> I mean I've had a few, a few people just in the ship point out that was a bit of a weird kind of side <laughs> So you know, that kind of stuff happens. It, it felt like filler in a way, didn't it? it felt like episodic filler. It seemed like someone oh. was interested in seeing a Bake Off thing and they'd seen that. that Are we doing you know, a clip show later? Who knows? I mean, it, was, it was funny, you know, it was moderately amusing. I don't think it's one of our strongest moments. But... I like the bit where you went fishing. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs>